welcome back to the Food Scientist Podcast. I am your host with a cold, so please pardon any uh, throat clearance or coughs I can't edit out. I'm going to do my best. And as always, I'm here with a healthier than me, Brian and Danny. Say hi, guys. <laughs> hi, hi, guys. <laughs> that, that was We're perfect. so mature. So is, in unison. Has there been a week when you haven't been sick? <laughs> I was not the sick one the first I, time around. I was, I was sick for a while, but I left the country you and did. I... I left my uh, illness elsewhere in the world. On a cruise ship? Something uh, like that. Yeah, somewhere. which for those of you listening in real time, we're a little late this week because someone's been traveling the world Sunning again. Sunning himself. Again. Buying yeah. $8 hot chocolate. That was in Chicago. The, the $8 yeah, hot chocolate was in was Chicago. 8 million peso hot um, chocolate. I'm not sure how many grand came in dollars. My... Uh, Blizzard cost, but it was it was well worth it. You did try a different blizzard. That I, we did. Mention. I did. I did because we have I've talked about the Grand Cayman local specialties. We're gonna start with our international corner right off the bat with your Grand oh, Cayman. Oh, welcome blizzard. back, yeah, okay. yeah, you looked away again. You, you, <laughs> you know when you do that, we're gonna take we're just, off. We're just we're just going. <laughs> hey, it works. We're, we, we, you're uh, on topic. If we are on yeah, topic. Yeah, and you're sick, so like we yeah, go we, for it. We've got this. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so we've talked about that one Dairy Queen before. But you so, had one with rum in it. Yeah, I had the rum raisin <laughs> blizzard, which, you know, raisins in a blizzard, like, whatever. Yeah, that's really concerning to me, actually. Raisins? But, but rum, rum in a blizzard. It makes you forget about how awful the raisins are. You know are. what? Like, they just, like blend <laughs> the raisins in, and so, like, they're, it's just, like, occasional. Rum-soaked so, raisins make yeah, raisins yummy. No, I have to ask, is it full raisins, or is it cut up? You know what? They put those things in the Blizzard it machine, had a lot of rum. Okay, and it had like it. the rum flavor. And I was, and it was about I don't know nine thousand degrees out. I was just sucking down that Blizzard because <laughs> it tasted like magic. It was basically just like rum ice cream, and I was like, Ooh. if you could get a Dairy Queen with a liquor license, you oh, would be. Rich. I want that right now. <laughs> that, that was I my want a boozy queen. Yeah, I was like, I don't even. <laughs> Like what's be raisin? careful what you wish for, Brian. A boozy queen can have all kinds of... <laughs> yeah, okay. Welcome back, Amy. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to double down and stick with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> we don't retract things on this show. No. no. <laughs> but we do move right along. We do. Moving right along. <laughs> uh, um, Dan, you actually brought back some contraband. I did. You. I did bring back some contraband. I brought back some... Uh, Illegal candies, uh, the Kinder eggs. Yeah, we have fifteen hundred dollars of uh, fines here. Potential fines. Potential fines. Yeah, but I, uh, I right carried now. them in, right? Five hundred dollars each, and it's Easter, which means we are days away from uh, the Consumer Protection Bureau issuing their annual press release warning people not to import Kinder eggs into the U.S. I have never heard of that. I will find you when they send it every year. And, and describe them for the few people out there that don't know what these things are. So Kinder Eggs are, um, they're illegal in the U.S., but they're a, a treat for children because they're they're just a chocolate egg with a toy inside, but and delicious chocolate. It's both milk and white chocolate. But the U.S. law says you can't encase a toy completely in candy. Well, here's the thing: you have a big chocolate egg. You're going to want to bite right into it, and Which if I you did. do. <laughs> If you don't realize, now, I mean, hopefully people have common sense. If you see the packaging, you know there's going to be something in it. But if you just bit right into it, you're getting a mouthful of plastic. Right, but that's not going to kill you, and it's not like it's hard plastic. Yeah, but sometimes kids are dumb. 
And well, you know what? That's why Darwin said survival of the yeah. fittest. Yeah. Now, I have to say, though, the thing that really um, sticks out at me here is this is a lot of plastic in, in the Right. Like, well, it's I not a cheap little thing. No, and it's a pretty sizable. I don't think anybody could accidentally swallow that. You would right. not. And if you bit into it, like, it's not like you're going to get the whole thing in your mouth unless you stick the entire egg in your mouth, which would be surprisingly But you would have difficult. a large mouth for a child. Right. Or an adult. Or an adult. Or anyone. I did or take a, a pretty sizable bite out of person. mine. <laughs> but, you know, really, and these were from Mexico, correct? Yeah, but you can get them in Canada, okay. in yeah. Europe, and yeah, I, the everywhere but made here. in Mexico. Yeah. Um, and they cut this, uh, I'm sure they changed their themes, but these were Spongebob themes. Yeah, I, I had a bunch of choices, and I thought that you guys Oh, were... sorry. Bob Esponja. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking at all of the different choices, I thought that, uh... Bob Esponja would be yes. the one that you would most appreciate. And each egg, now you open it up and it comes with a little uh, figure that you're like, wait a minute, this is not SpongeBob. But there are little masks. They each came with two masks. Yeah, two masks per. And we each got a different mask and we got a total of six SpongeBob. Yeah, sorry, I think, Bob Esponja figurines. And I think that in there, also in the egg, because there's like some paperwork in there, there was <laughs> a, a picture that has all of the possible. It does. It also characters. has a warning label with warnings in 35 different languages. Which is. That's a lot of languages. Also, by the time you get to the paper inside the uh, inside the plastic that's inside the chocolate, it's a little late for the warning. It really is. I mean, you've already you've well, yeah, already been choking. <laughs> you, you've been inside to, the plastic, inside the chocolate. Your stomach acid was, has dissolved the plastic, and it's coming out the other end, and you're not doing reading at that point. And actually, yeah, these. Uh, in Europe, usually you just see them as the eggs, but these were in boxes. So you open the box, and then you remove the foil, and then you ate the chocolate, mm. then you didn't eat the plastic. You opened it up, and in there was paper telling you, like, hey, you probably shouldn't have eaten this thing. So I take it these did originate in Germany? Kinder? Uh, Kinder, Kinder? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, my uh, friends who have a fondness for Germany seem to have a huge fondness for these. I have to say, the chocolate was good. It was better. Now, we talked last week about the Cadbury eggs. I would say the chocolate was better than the chocolate in the American Cadbury eggs. Yeah, I, I think Kinder generally. Mm -hmm. Some pretty quality the chocolate. International chocolate. Stepped up, mm -hmm. USA. Come on. I um, Do you want to talk about, uh, go back to the, the Blizzard topic? Sure. For a moment, Amy. Oh, okay. Jump around. Let's do it. Well, no, it's it's all related to our international corner. No, I know corner. it is. I know it is. Go ahead. Um, have you ever had a blizzard for breakfast? I am going to have to say no. When I have gone to Dairy Queen that early, I have uh, purchased a mulatte. Right. So the reason I asked that is I read a story about the Korean women's hockey team. Oh yes. Right there, because they had the teamless part from North Korea, part from South Korea, and apparently in the Olympic Village, there's a McDonald's, and the North Korean women's hockey players loved Oreo McFlurries for breakfast, and the South Korean women joined in, and they would bond over breakfast McFlurries. Love it. You gotta love it. Right, and it made it got me thinking. I've never had a breakfast McFlurry or a breakfast blizzard. 
people in my family have been known to have hot fudge sundae for breakfast. So this doesn't seem very well, different. Well, you know, once upon a time, I created a line of breakfast blizzards that had different cereals in them, or maybe bacon. I'm sorry, Danny, I know. I would eat a bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that had bacon in it, I think that would be okay. Bacon and maybe fudge. Uh, would be good. But yeah, any kind of cereal I think would be good as well. Something with maybe a maple flavor. You're right. I did have that uh, the cereal uh, shake from Burger King. <laughs> that was part of my anger at the lack of apple pie yes. flurry. Like the the cinnamon toast crunch yeah. one? Yeah. Okay, I like the idea of maple though, because maple syrup on vanilla ice cream in general is yes. really good. So if you put that in a, a blizzard you, or McFlurry or something. A maple flavor with uh, with bacon. Oh, now you're talking. That's a breakfast blizzard to me. Dairy Queen, give me a job. You know, I think that there is at the airport a dairy. There's not many Dairy Queens that are are open in breakfast hours. Yeah, it, they, it would be more like, like a brunch. mid-morning at best. Well, the ones that are combined with Orange Julius are usually open at breakfast. Huh. I've now, never I know tried that, to order a blizzard at that time, though. I know that at uh, some point... Dairy Queen purchased Orange Julius, which right. is why you see them together a lot. Why aren't they always together? Or why don't you just see Orange Julius? It's not that I would want yeah, it. Here's why. Have you ever had an Orange Julius? You used to see yeah. just Orange Julius. Right, and that's why but there's you don't not anymore. A, uh, that's why you don't see an Orange Julius. Yeah, either. I guess. They I also have the popcorn company that you oh, occasionally, the, the, like caramel, I like, caramel it's got corn like a bunch of K's. Yeah, yeah, it's a dangerous amount of K's. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> you all, that's super rare. Uh, yeah, the, oh my gosh, yeah, that's right. It's like the combination Taco Bell, KFC. Now, we have talked idea. about different combinations. Have you ever thought about putting protein or any of the Orange Julius things in a blizzard? I don't even know what the Orange Julius things are. There are different things. I, I want to say like vitamin C shot. I don't, I'm obviously not an expert. Lots of lots of lots of fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, that's why. That's why. And... Yeah. It might be worth asking, though, to see, would you do this? I would, Just like McDonald's would not put an apple pie in the blizzard, would Orange Julius put some of their stuff in a Dairy Queen blizzard? That will be our next assignment. So yes. I want to go back to something. Yeah. Tell me more about these breakfast blizzards of yours. You, you know, you, you caught me off guard. Whole, I did. You designed a whole line. <laughs> you of caught them. me off guard here. And I, I, um, you know what? I will uh, compile a list, and maybe I'll go in my uh, Facebook archives and see what I can find. But uh, next week, we'll talk about more about, breakfast blizzards, about, if I find any more recipes that I came up with. Okay. Is it just putting cereal in blizzards? That was a good one. But, like, uh, you know, if you had Rice Krispies and peanut butter, it would almost be like a um, peanut butter, uh, Captain okay, Crunch so peanut butter or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was, like... A legit list. Oh, this was legit, yeah. No, I, I would not joke around with my Blizzard creations, <laughs> as you all know. <laughs> well, we've strayed from the international corner. Is there... Oh, there is, so... I, I thought there were international Blizzards. We started with the Rum Raisin. We started, right, right we did. We we went away from Blizzards to the, uh, the Kinder Blizzards Egg. Bringing then people, we came bringing back, the world then we went back together. to Blizzards with the uh, international and seemingly domestic uh, <laughs> breakfast Blizzards. So... You know, Back. with the Olympics, the United States is international because it's part of the whole. To other countries, we're international. We so are. That's true. So, All of our foreign listeners. Yeah. Hey, we have them. We, we have, have them. We have them in China, a couple countries. Australia. Yeah, we have listeners worldwide. We global. England, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's talk about this other uh, Oreo that I brought oh, back from Mexico. Yeah. Um, you guys, you guys just made a sound that made it sound like you didn't enjoy it. It's oh, I like. It's unique. Okay, I loved it. 
So it is a cookies and cream Oreo. They put Oreos in there. <laughs> it's it just kind sounds of so strange, right? It's kind of like when they made the uh, Oreo Blizzard Oreos. Right. It's like, how meta are we going to get here before we say enough? I do appreciate that they called it cookies and cream and didn't call it an Oreo Oreo. Right. That would have been confusing for people. Right. But it's essentially what it is. Yeah, it really is. And the cream does taste like, I'm going to say like an Oreo Blizzard. So if they, if they did call this uh, an Oreo Blizzard Oreo, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. It tastes like cookies and cream ice cream. Somehow. Somehow. Because uh, they're smaller than American they Oreos. The they're first... smaller and less cream. Yes, that was the first thing I noticed. Mine uh, was already broken apart, and the amount of cream looked like it was going to be a very shoddy product that um, didn't have a lot of flavor or anything. And you can probably hear Danny digging in. Nope. I'm trying <laughs> right to be... Now. It's quite fine. I'm it trying is. to be subtle, but I realized I didn't have just the cream on its own. And so I'm trying oh, to catch up. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, the flavor is abounding, I will say. Even though they are um, short in uh, stature, um, they really are richer than regular Oreos. Did you have just the cream and no cookie? I didn't. Let me just... Oh, also... Crinkle, 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 crinkle. This is a treat. I know that we have always said we weren't going to do live tastings, <laughs> but oh my god, it's basically like oh, well, I'll just let you experience it. Like <coughs> eating an ice cream cone. Yeah, if that ice cream was butter. What? It's so <laughs> to me, it just tastes okay. like so Oreos like and butter. butter. Now you yeah. know that I ate a stick of butter, and that still is kind of a sensitive topic to me because it was a dare. Oh, but you just used your teeth to scrape that off. I ate, like, the whole wafer of filling on its own, so it was akin to eating. What did you use to get it off the cookie? Uh, my fingers. Oh, see, mine was stuck. I just, Somewhere, popped, it, I just peeled it right off. But I think that the sugar intake, there's more sugar in one cookie than there is in probably a whole package of an American <laughs> Oreo, I think. They are yeah. very sweet. They're smaller all around, less filling, but still tasty. Oh, they're so rich. They're like even them. smaller than a Girl Scout cookie currently is. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, which we know oh. those are getting minuscule. It's like, oh, look, there's a quarter on the ground. Nope, Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> Ryan. Crunch, um, crunch, 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 crunch. Someone crunch. couldn't resist. The cookies. I ate the filling and figured I'd save the cookies for later. Hey, Amy, let's talk about Brian while his mouth is full. Sure. And he tries to hydrate. I can talk about Brian while his mouth is full. He tries to hydrate. You know, he... Too slow. Yeah. Did you know I've never been on a cruise? Really? Do you know I've been on about 30? And I've been on one. <laughs> yeah, Danny, I know we've had to do a lot of creative scheduling because you are on a cruise. Because you're on a vacation every other week. Because I am happier at sea than in this landlocked place. Which has a lot of water, but not a lot of like sea air or warmth. Or nonstop buffets. Right. Or unlimited food 24-7. So what I think I need to know about is, and it's going to vary based on the cruise ship you're on, but... Right. And I'm both, fancy. I want to hear... You are fancy. I want to hear about you know smaller buffets, or maybe they're not so small on a cruise ship. What's the experience like? On the one cruise I was on, the buffet was not small. No, the buffet is... It was is, not small at all. It, uh, it, the, the place is not small. The selection is generally not small. Uh, it also... It runs through many meals. Like, if you want to... Here's a good tip. If you want to practice uh, cheaping out and paying for lunch and staying for dinner, 
uh, watching the transitions of a cruise ship buffet really shows you what that looks like and how it feels. Because they typically have early breakfast, which is a smaller selection because it's super early. Then they go on to like full on breakfast. Then they go to late breakfast where they're kind of kind of winding down. So they're still... they're kind of catering to hobbits as well here. Right, and then right. then you go I into like that. then you go into lunch, and then after and lunch, yeah, and then you have a like afternoon tea. That's it little... is a hobbit meal. Yeah, schedule. and then, yeah, it, it's like <laughs> it's like snack meal snack. Yes, because they might meal. call them snacks, not teas. But yeah. uh, I go on a cruise. I know they would refer to it as afternoon tea Remember because fancy I'm fancy. And I so, know. yeah, after tea, then you move into dinner, mm-hmm. and then you move into late night snacks. Do you snacks. ever leave the, the buffet area? I <laughs> never actually had the buffet dinner. I mostly yeah. had buffet breakfast or lunch, and not even every time. Yeah, I um, I always, because I'm a connoisseur, I tend to walk through the dinner buffet to see what it looks like and what they have. Um the thing about a cruise ship, right, is that there's plentiful food in many places, mm-hmm. and for a lot of people, the buffet is the default choice. Okay. And so there are other food venues. So they're that, probably better. That are better than the buffet. Okay. And, and they do that to lure you away from the buffet because the buffet can suffer from overcrowding, and so by putting better food elsewhere, it kind of right. draws people away from the And buffet. you're on a ship. It's not like you can have unlimited amounts of food just sitting uh, there. Oh, you, yeah, you can. Oh, you would you be can? amazed. I yeah. need to go on a cruise. You can get food 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, even when the buffet's closed, there are other snack yeah, bars they, and whatever yeah, they're open. Yeah, coffee shop mm. has cakes and cookies. And canapes and uh-huh, yeah, like pizza available. I'm mm-hmm. sure I, I know this, but maybe some of our listeners don't. What's a canapé? That's another name for an appetizer, basically. Uh, canapes are something I get delivered to my cabin every afternoon. Hey, it'll be, it'll be like a little prosciutto-wrapped melon or uh, just like a single shrimp cocktail. Little, little or like a little toast appetizers. like bruschetta but not bruschetta. That's uh, got like a little open mm-hmm. face sandwich with cucumbers and salmon. Right, or like a yeah. little. So it's like one of those things that. Individual egg roll, an appetizer, yeah. hors d'oeuvre. So you maybe don't want it, but it's free, so you eat it. Got it. Okay. Sometimes it's past. Well, sometimes it's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you like, like shrimp? Getting like, the shrimp? Like before nice. before dinner, if you're sitting in the lounge and mm-hmm. someone comes up to you, you just want a little with a tray, and they're like, "Would you like a meatball or an egg roll?" Or you're like, something? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want, when that's, don't I want a meatball? That's a that's canapes, my friend. <laughs> okay. And then you're like, I'm sure our listeners are, appreciate that explanation. Yeah. yeah. And then you eat the meatball, and you're like, why don't I just eat, like, three meatballs and I don't have dinner in seven minutes? Well, and getting the malt of the food all the time, even at the sit-down dinner, even though they have it sectioned off into appetizer, entree, dessert, most people think order one of each. No. You can order, like, as many of anything you want. You can order three appetizers, four entrees, and two desserts, and they just bring it on. I'm old school, so that's, that's a change that they've made lately is that they've combined the salads and soups with the appetizers into a single section. Because it used to be soups and salads, appetizers, entrees, desserts. So it really made it clear that you should get two things before your entree. Now they've merged that list, but I always go for a minimum of two. In our table, because the group I went on a cruise with, I was the only cruising virgin. Everybody else was cruising, like, multiple, multiple right, times. Right, you just mean that like you've never been on a cruise. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when I say they've been on many cruises, I mean they're, like, 
platinum. They're, they're yeah, statinous. They sure. get That's, free. I, I get more than the platinum. Free balcony like rooms and yeah. everything. And, and so first then I order one of each. And this one was like, well, you should order more if you really want to taste more. I'm like, but this, I'm fine. It's... Now were they that, doing that, the... By the last night, I'm ordering three uh, appetizers, two hundred. So, yeah. so everyone turns into Danny Sussman and orders <laughs> everything and takes one bite. No, a lot, well, if they didn't <laughs> like it, they wouldn't finish it, but they wouldn't okay. eat it all. All right, all that's, right, and that's what I do. If I enjoy it, I have more than one bite. And then they would often throw extra food at, uh, not throw it. They would place it on our table. <laughs> yeah. At us. Well, so, sometimes the tides really so get. So everybody well. at the tables ordered multiple appetizers, entrees, and desserts, and then they bring out extra cheese trays for us, and then whatever extra desserts they have. So yeah, like, we've already got like twelve desserts on the table, and they put six more. So what do you do? You eat them. Sure. Right, because I mean, typically, if you ask a waiter, like, I can't decide between these two desserts. Which do you recommend? Um, I would say a good 80% of the time, they will say both. Uh, the other 20% of the time, one of them, it turns out, is like sugar-free, and they're like, oh, don't bother, no. yeah. Um, and I will say, at least on the cruise I was on, and I think this is true for most, about a third of the menu stays the same every night, um, and the rest changes. So like you, there was always, for example, a Caesar salad, yeah, so, but there were other salads that rotated through, and there was always... So, I want to say pasta bolognese, uh, but so here, the other entrees change. Typically, like the the cruise line I travel on, uh, for appetizers every night, um, Caesar salad, shrimp cocktail and escargot, and French onion soup are available. And then as uh, entrees, there's always like a sirloin, a grilled chicken breast, and salmon available. Uh, they've stopped like. In some of their restaurants, they've stopped printing that and just telling you verbally that those mm-hmm. are available every night. And then, you know, it, there's the rest of the menu. Right. And on lobster night, if you're on a cruise long enough to have a lobster night, they expect mm-hmm. everybody to get, they just, they just keep throwing them at your table because they expect <laughs> they, everyone um, to just You get a lot of food thrown at you. Usually the service is more polite than that. Well, it was very polite. <laughs> the one lady I was it's with, she was, she, last, uh, she, this is a lady who cruises a lot. It's like, anyway. Her last time on the cruise, she got seven lobster tails, seven entrees. Did not she said, "I don't eat appetizer or anything. I ignore lunch. I want to get as many." So she wanted to top that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I uh, I've That's... never had more than two. I had three. Uh, but I, I so like this time. See, because the cruise lines are in this constant battle to get you to eat less lobster. Of course uh, they are. For a while, one of them. Uh, lobster night, they made it surf and turf, so they gave you like a pretty good steak. Mm-hmm. And uh, the steak with the lobster tail, so that that way you'd eat the steak. Yeah. Uh, they had a period cool. where it was a uh, shrimp and lobster, but I think most people were wise enough to not yeah, touch the shrimp. No, no, no. That was a brief thing. Uh, so now like the competing one. So this one I was just on, they had a scallop uh, entree as well. And I asked them, like, can you just bring me, like, some scallops as an appetizer instead of the entree size? And they said yes, but instead just brought me the entire scallop entree before my lobster entree. <laughs> and he'd ask me, he's like, do you want to start off with one lobster tail or two? I was like, I'll start with two. And he's like, okay. Well, and on this ship, they even stopped bringing the entire plate of yeah. lobster. They would just start putting the tails on people's plates. Yeah, they serve the... They have the stuff that they plate for, like, that seating time. And when they they make them take all of those out of the kitchen 
before, and then they're like, okay, empty out all that stuff with the rice, and then just bring out the lobster tails. So the question is, if any of our listeners ever go on a cruise, how do they come up with a game plan? Or do you just kind of have to feel out the territory? And, I don't and... know. Well, Danny, experience cruiser can say, yeah. but if depending what your food package is, just try everything out because it's not like... I mean, you are trying to get the most free money in a sense, but you're you're there all week. You can right. I mean, I don't feel in like I love lobster. I don't feel like I need to eat like the entire ocean eat floor worth of sea bugs. <laughs> um, this lady was not me. This is I'm not <laughs> you, Mrs. Here. Amy yeah. has a friend. Yeah. Um, you know the thing. What I always tell people is like, try everything. Like if you've never had escargot. Which a lot of people are like, oh, snails. Like, then you realize that it is a good opportunity. It is right. I mean, and then you realize that they're just like little carriers of garlic butter. Yeah, because I've never had escargot because it just sounds a little too. Uh, I've had it. Like, mm. I know I don't love it, so I didn't get it. It's okay, a, it's a but beautiful. no, that's but I don't hate it, time. and I've never had and it. And a normal okay. buffet, I'd be like, uh, even like if I don't like it, it's on a buffet, and it probably is because it's not quality. So I don't right. think that would be a good. Well, yeah, buffet is different. I mean, I had a one of my the best waiters I ever had on a cruise. One of his things was he would look at what everyone at the table ordered, and then he would pick one of the um, entrees that he thought was really good, but nobody had ordered, uh-huh. and he would hold it back because he saw you, only, Brian. You only had two bites of that, and you're like, "Oh, it's fine," you know, and you you try to pretend <laughs> that you like it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I've seen you stuff in your face. And, <laughs> and he would just... Getting just called the, out. Right, just take that away and give you the other one. And if everybody at the table was enjoying theirs, then he would just put in the middle and be like, here's this extra. Please tell me you had a waiter that told you, no, I've seen you stuff in your face. No, I have. It's implied. <laughs> I've been on enough cruises where I don't have a problem saying, you know what? I don't love this. Bring me something else. Yeah. Uh, I tell people that their first cruise needs to be a minimum of seven nights because on your first cruise, it takes you probably two or three days to really get it. To be like, oh, you know, like Amy said on first night, she's being dainty ordering one thing. By like the second night, you're kind of feeling out. Once you get it, you're like, oh, uh, I can't decide between the scallops and the risotto. Hey, can you give me some, like, scallop risotto? Right. And they're like, sure. Or I can't be to- decide between the fish of the day, which was whatever, not salmon, but something else, cod, yeah. and the steak. I'll make my own surf and turf. Give right. Both. Yeah. And right. you might end up on rocky waters and everyone ends up getting seasick, and that takes away from the experience as well. That's happened to my parents a couple of times. I that have been on... on this cruise. The very first night was Ugh. super rough. I was on one where the seas were so rough, it destroyed the entire liquor store. No! Every, everything fell off. All of the shelves, the, uh, the displays in the middle shifted across the room and fell over, and like their uh, duty-free cigarettes fell off those shelves and into just, like, all of the spilled liquor on the floor. It took them a couple of days to clean oh, wait, that mess I up. I have an important question. Yeah. Is a cruise ship friendly where you can take something from one area and combine it with something elsewhere? So could you take some of that booze and take it to, like, some place that sells ice cream and say, make me a boozy malt? Probably. Um, yeah, I think that the most of the venues with ice oh, cream oh. are within a few feet of um, a bar anyway. I don't think you'd have to go. No. You wouldn't have to carry that across the ship. All right. All right. No. No, that would be fine. 
Okay, well, uh, plus, I... plus, you know what? Like, just order a frozen drink from the bar. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't oh, think that would work too. We should have a food scientist cruise outing, like with yeah. where our listeners, like we all. Oh, say, like hey, a group? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would lead that. We should totally do that. I'd go on another cruise. So let sure. us know if you're interested in that, and we'll see if we can get that put right. together. Right. Um, now, um, Danny, you were off having adventures. Yeah. You're not yeah. the only were, one. While you were but... off without us, we went and did something without you. I know. Yeah, I was very <laughs> You texted me pictures, and I was actually really upset about this, and I was missing out. Because I really wanted to introduce you to this myself. He's talked about it a lot. I have. It is a uh, casino buffet that is... How many miles away, Amy? It, from us, like 70 miles 70, away, but it took at least an hour and a half to get there. Yeah, it's a small you, town. You take every back road. Yeah. Uh, it is, and we can say, because we have favorable things to say, it's Turtle Lake, Wisconsin is the the spot. Yep. Basically, throw a dart at Wisconsin, make sure you miss any actual city, and you'll hit Turtle mm-hmm. Lake. It's, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, it took a while to get there, but it was. It was. And the I facade, mean, right? The exterior is fantastic. And it it's looks a like very, a warehouse. It's like an yeah. auditorium. Yeah, like just. <laughs> we went because Danny keeps talking about this great deal small buffet they have, and it is it's small like, size. And yeah, it was. It's not a big. It was thing. recently priced. Uh, and they had the dessert bars. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what makes the buffet so unique. And this was a smaller buffet. And it was cheap. And Amy, it was her birthday month. So they said, you get in for free. Yeah, I had a free buffet. Wow, <laughs> Which was you amazing. like $8. dollars gave me 10 wow. <laughs> Because it was dinner. Oh. And it was... We went to the they dinner had, buffet. Yeah, they had uh, prime rib or something. Yeah, they had special. prime rib and they had shrimp and they had... But yeah, stuff. I was shocked right for at first. Months. It was such a... It was probably one of the tiniest buffets I've ever been to. The only smaller one would be like a... Like some places have a pizza buffet like one night a week or something, so they like put them all on a shelf. <laughs> that would be the only smaller buffet. But it had unique things. It did have dessert bars, which was uh, unique. And, um, and I saw so Wisconsin. Yeah, it was very uh, Wisconsin because it has cheese curds. Right. Yeah, cheese curds. Uh, right. In the raw, not fried or anything. Right. right. Yep. Which, it's which a giant bowl. Which, which they were very good. It. I did um, send a couple of our listeners who I know uh, pictures of the lemon bar display <laughs> that they had, which I, you know, I just didn't have room on my plate for those. Uh, how know. unfortunate. Oh, shoot, next time. Um, but they also had, this was something I've never seen at a buffet. They had encased desserts. They had like one of those, you know, cooler like that rotate. Yeah, the rotating yeah, you can see through the glass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like you see at diners. So I like that concept. The cake that I got, it was a little too cold and like hard because of that. But it was a neat concept to have, uh, you know, pie and cake and different different desserts in there. Mm-hmm. So no, I liked it. It was small. But um, you know, Amy and I actually were talking about, you know, I think it's okay to have a smaller buffet if the items are quality. Right. I would rather have quality items than a lot of choices, and it's not that good. I, I think I told you, right? I Like, you'll pay your $10, and you feel like, wow, this was a good value. It was worth it. And actually, with the, the deal, I got half price. Yeah. So. Brian's was five, mine was three. Yeah, so right. It was a great... If, if uh, any of you are in the... Midwest, and, it, and you spent how much on gas to get it? More than five dollars, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the only problem with it, is it's in the middle of nowhere. But it's yeah. a... Uh, you drive through every small town in Wisconsin. Uh, you can get um, New Glarus beer, though, though, at that liquor store across the street. Oh, you know, we didn't look at that. But uh, Across the street? Yeah. 
Because Nuclearis you can't buy in Minnesota. Oh, okay. And people oh, love that true. beer. Yeah. And so you can make a combine your like Wisconsin only beer run with the casino. I would say I did really enjoy the cheese curds though. I did miss them. Like there are so many little things. It's it you know, it's easy to miss things. So I guess that's you know what? Well, I should know better. Survey the scene. Right. Rule right. number one. But, but they, he missed them because they were between the shrimp. And the salad bar. Yeah. Yeah. The salad bar had cheesecake squares. Yep. Maybe, <laughs> Why are you putting cheesecake was, squares in the salad maybe bar? That goes, maybe that was just a refrigerated uh, ice cream topping. Maybe no. they are I taking mean, my idea for sugar the salad. salad bar was the green salads. It had, you know, the iceberg. The, right. The I mean, it definitely has, else. like, the jello salads. And the other side was, like, the starchy salads with the pasta salads. But behind the starchy salads was... Fluff. Yes. Like... They have all the fluff. Lime fluff, some no, raspberry fluff, a sugar-free lime fluff. fluff. No. They had no Oreo. They had banana uh, fluff. In, in banana pudding. So two yeah. fluffs in a pudding. Right? I'm telling you. But how those great, weren't with the desserts. Right, but like, how great is a buffet that has that? I think, you know, what I would want to hear from our listeners are, what are some more <coughs> unique buffets that you have been to? Because I think we've all been, yeah. for better or worse, we've all been to a Golden Corral, Old Country Buffet, whatever it's called in your area, some of those more chain ones. That, you know, it is what it is. The Sizzler, yes. <laughs> Cheapest piece of steak ever. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so what is a unique buffet? Or what were some items that made it unique? In this case, the all the different uh, puddings and desserts and right. uh, cheese, cheese curds. Like, yeah, cheese curds. Like, it's basically, I feel like, almost being invited to, like, a small-town Wisconsin potluck. It was kind of like a church oh, basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because even on their entree food, they had the beef, they had catfish, they had pork chops, and then, like, some sort of Thai thing. So it was a... Yeah. Like, no, the whole place makes no sense. It's just it's just charming. And then if you need uh, the restroom, it's underneath the moose head. <laughs> I do ha- I have a technical criticism. Now, I, you know... I was okay with this, but it was a lot of carbs on the menu. Oh, right. The potatoes and mm-hmm. the corn. So the... Uh, almost everything there was some sort of a carb, which right. it was good food, though. And I didn't feel like with the amount of food that was limited there, I didn't feel like I had to keep going back. This is where, like, that $10 price tag right, exactly. comes in. You don't have to. Like, if they charge 20 for that, you'd be like, I am stretching to right. eat my money's and worth. And I got a good piece of prime rib. It was fine. Right. And, that's, so and you're like, okay, there. Worth. Right, then that chunk of prime rib. And... and he ate it even though it was pink. I did. I, I I saw the comments people were making on the post we made last week with the piece of just straight up blood red meat. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. For the on people. my cruise, I had raw meat two I nights know. in a row. It, you sent well, you me had, uh, was it carpaccio? I had a tartare. Tartare, that's right. First, and then carpaccio. Oh, it was so good. I have to work my way to raw meat. Come on a cruise with me. I'll feed you raw meat. Oh, uh, no, I got I to gotta work yeah. my way there. <laughs> raw meat, though, not because we wouldn't foist. Foist? Yeah. Like ceviche, I mean, which is seafood cooked in. Oh, right. no, no, no. seafood like, might not ever happen. I wouldn't raw be seafood. like, here, have some uh, some sushi. No. Nope, because that's not going to happen either. You all I know, know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> seafood, mm, that's going to be more of a stretch. Oh. I like seafood. So, Amy, what else is going on in the world this week? Well, somebody posted directly to Brian's timeline, not to the food scientist I was, page. Um, hey, I, thanks, was, Bill. I was tagged in it. Yes, no, I am. Oh, but yeah. So, are well, you feeling left out? No, that's fine. No, I'm not known for blizzards. That's fine. 
But right, we're, you're the host, <laughs> so we're tagged. Yeah, but it should go to the food scientist. It should page. go to the food anyway, scientist. Hey, it went to me. That's all good. You know, I was still remembering. Thrill List has done a ranking of uh, blizzards that I feel you was, disagree with or something. It was it was the takeout. Oh, the takeout. Not Thrillist. Let's not disparage Thrillist. Okay. No, I have to say every. It seems like every year, every couple of years, someone decides they're going to rank, rank, not rake, rank the blizzards. And no one ever does a good job. You know what? Uh, here's here's my blanket statement on rankings. Mm-hmm. If you're going to rank things, uh, and I hope you're listening to Takeout because you're way bigger than us, um, rank stuff you love. Like, they hated pretty much all of the blizzards. They did. The top three. like Which weren't really my top three. And we're not going to list all 19. We're no. going to link to you. But the the top three... Um, which they liked. Well, at first I'm going to start with the bottom. I remember they put the banana split at the bottom. Yeah, which, you know, okay, that's not my go-to. It's, it's not, not my favorite, but it's not the it's worst not the best, by any means. No. It's I a mean, definite they, go-to for me, if there's uh, nothing The else. only thing that gave them credibility is that they recognize that M&Ms don't belong in a blizzard, but anybody that's ever had any blizzard with an M&M well, knows that. Yeah, and here's another thing. Their top three were the royal blizzards. Yeah, those shouldn't even count. And I know that they seem to have done better now. But when they came out, they were not good at all. And number two was uh, Cheesecake. Yeah, which yeah. I love the Cheesecake Blizzard. but uh, and, and that one, I have tried. It's better. But initially, there was way too much strawberry goop. Not even strawberries, but the, the goop. The, right. The sauce yeah. in between the strawberry. And it, it was not good. And I know they had the... Oh, I don't remember what they called it. it. Was the peanut buster, and it was just like a cup of peanuts in the middle, and it was just, it was too much. I will say this: this is the best thing I have to say about the Royal Blizzards. I love eating my Blizzard with a gold golden spoon. spoon. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> but at my Dairy Queen, my home DQ, when I do a custom creation, my guy always gives me a golden spoon, and really that that just makes me feel. In fact. I have more than once shopped for a gold microphone for this podcast, <laughs> just for myself. For your golden voice. Something like um, that. This list, and I'll just list a couple more, but uh, I guess the number three was the regular Oreo, then it was Butterfinger, then Reese's. And I just don't know in what universe of Butterfinger anything is going to outrank Reese's anything. Yeah. Uh, you know what else was weird? What's that? They did one off-menu Blizzard, and that was the uh, Georgia... Mud, mud fudge, mm-hmm. uh, not the mud pie. Hello, the takeout. You're missing out on the mud pie. If you're going to do a mud blizzard, do the mud, mud pie. pie. Yeah, I and you won't do off menu. Yeah, yeah, and you won't have to roast it the way you uh, unfairly just trashed the Georgia mud fudge. Yeah, cause come on, brownie, cocoa fudge, pecans, chocolate soft serve. That there is pretty good. Um, they referred to it as a flat tasting chocolate mess i mean here's the thing about any ranking is everyone's personal taste is going to be different so anyone could make a list and it's there's going to be a ton of opposition what you need to do is make a poll and let people vote that's the only way to really get that's, any sort of an that is the best way to get um in this day and age there's nothing more accurate than internet polls but You're you right, know what Brian. but you know <laughs> <laughs> though they made this list and we're talking about it, so good. Well, that's right. true. Yeah. But, 
But maybe because um, we just want to use them to lift ourselves up. Oh, well, there we go. Maybe <laughs> get some of get in on some of that big takeout money. But what is your favorite Blizzard? Look at the poll. We'll post it this week and tell us what you think. I know uh, one of my friends did say um, a fresh Butterfingers is better than a stale Reese's. I will buy that argument. Uh, but Reese's are good. How? What? How I don't. Do they I don't know agree with it. if a Butterfinger. Or Reese's is going to be fresh or stale. Are they, like... Oh, you can taste it. You can taste it. Well, yeah, but, like, so, like, they view every Reese's and every Butterfinger... No, 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 she said when you eat it. She means the candy bar itself. Right, and and when you eat that lizard, you can tell. You you don't know until you order it, so it's kind of, like, rolling the dice. So, like, you kind of need to be, like... When did you open up that bag of fresh butterfingers? <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you know what it's like. A keen eye, though, will look at the candy. You can see it back then. You can sometimes tell. I you do what... love the taste of um, butterfinger that you're disparaging so much, but it does stick in your teeth too much. Yes, that's my biggest problem. You know what? Yeah. I realize this is like it's like uh, bulk gummy bears, where you really just need to try one. Is it mm, one of the hard old gummy yes, bears, or is it one yes. of the fresh soft gummy bears that you have to chew like ten times before you even break? Right. The, <laughs> the um, you know, skin. other people, other people would uh, use grapes as like that thing that they sample, but not me. Oh no! I, you know I, what? No, that's not, I go for the gummy bears. No, that's not a thing. People just want to eat free grapes in the grocery store. That's <laughs> the you know only thing. How many thing. hands have touched those grapes? You need to rinse grapes before you eat them, people. That's a good tip, actually. Eddie. Also, uh, when we talk about foods that are better frozen, grapes. Grapes are wonderful mm. frozen. And when you um like let them soak in vodka, I'm sure that's a delight as well. I've never oh, done sure. that, but I. Or if you let them dry out and then soak them in rum, and put them <laughs> in that's also magical. We came full circle. Full circle. Yes, we Thank did. You. And on that note, we should close on a high note, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Full circle. So thanks for listening, everyone. Find us and rate us on iTunes, please. Write it up. Give us five star reviews. And if you hate us, well, you know, you can still contact us. Uh, uh you can contact us at thetakeout.com. <laughs> Whether you love us or hate us, please follow us on Facebook, Food Scientist Podcast. <laughs> and uh same on Instagram, Food Scientist Podcast. Tweet at us at food underscore scientists. And uh our website too so everything is foodscientist.net <laughs> and that's me saying food scientists an awful lot there folks all right thanks so much for listening did, everyone i'm gonna enjoy my uh Your crunchy oreo. oreo cookies now okay bye bye everyone